Hola YouTube, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a wheel addict. Welcome to Skate Talks number 26. And I'm in cold South Africa, it's winter. I'm just drinking like hot drinks. But today, guess what? My guest is again <laughs> one of my favorite skaters. I've been really, really lucky. I've been talking with people that means a lot to me and I re I'm really a fan of the way that all these guys skate. Today my guest, he comes from the UK and he has a super, super unique way of skating. I, I, I don't know what else I can say about him, it's just... Well, there was a brand called Dirt Box, do you might remember from the UK? He was somehow related to Dirt Box, but I also don't really know how he's related with the brand. I do know that he's 30 years old, he's about to, third, he's about to turn 31 really soon, and he's been skating for over 16 years now. So, my guest today is Scott Blackmore, and I'm about to call him right now. So let's make the phone call. I'm curious about this guy. I really am. I don't know where to get all that creativity, so let's see what's up with Mr. Scott. Yo, how you doing, Scott? Yeah. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good, man. Like, I, I always love to do these introductions because I always go freestyle. I never know what to say, and... I know that most of the people that do these things actually study their guests and I don't know. I think yeah. I, I think I'm just way too much watching stuff from everyone. So when it comes to the day like today, I guess I know a little bit or I guess I know enough and I like to go freestyle. So <laughs> yeah. before well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm excited for the surprise intro. I have no idea what's going <laughs> It's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. I would be scared. And I just want, before we even start, to you and to everyone listening to this, I always say this in the beginning, and please do not get me wrong if I interrupt you. I get really excited, and it's just, it's, I can't control myself, and sometimes I just, I'm just like biting nails, and just, I just can't. Sometimes I just need to interrupt just to ask something, and I'm sorry if during the this podcast or whatever we call to this if during this talk if i interrupt you in the middle of some thought or something no, i'm really sorry fine. you talk as much as you want you can't stop passion i'm not gonna you know it's, it's a good thing really. uh well we'll see <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i don't really know a lot about you i do know that i love the way that you skate and it's 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 i don't know man i, I don't know how to Thank explain that let me let me first just explain how did I got, how did I became such a fan of your skating? So okay. I do know that you've been skating for quite a while, like more than like almost 16 years, but I didn't yeah. notice about your skating until a few years ago. Probably you've been skating for longer, like you've been in competitions or maybe you've been in the same place before. And I don't remember. I do remember that since I moved to Cape Town, one of my best friends over here, his name is Greg Fraser. He's into filming a lot and he did a lot of the yeah. he did a lot of stuff kind of similar to the type of videos that you did, but he's he skates, but he's a lot into bodyboarding. And somehow his style of bodyboarding videos would relate mm -hmm. a little bit to your stuff. And of course he was a huge fan of your skating. 
and the way that he skates also reminds me a little bit of you so the whole thing leads me to you somehow interesting bodyboarding yeah. I would never have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, like even in bodyboarding, you would seem like usually it's the same. The guys, those guys that drop the waves, they spin or they roll, and that's it. But yeah. this guy, Greg, is just is just different. And the way he skates is also different. It, it reminds me a lot of the way that you skate. It's, I'd like to see that. That'd be interesting. I'll show you. I can show you one of his videos. I think he has a video called, I don't know if it's Lo-Fi or Li-Fi. It's, it's, it's interesting because I used to be... A fa- I, man, I used to surf a lot because I come from like a, a tiny beach town in Portugal, and okay. I used to be a fan of his videos before I mo- before I even moved to South Africa like three years ago, and I never knew that this guy surfs, and then we became good friends. But I guess yeah. we're going a little bit out of topic. So, <laughs> <laughs> how did you start skating? <laughs> how did I start skating? Yeah, um, I mean, I think. Over half my life, for sure. Um, but I've always... I kind of had skates when I was younger, but then I remember the specific time that I started skating. I already kind of... My friend was on a pair of skates. I was BMXing at the time, I think, or something. And my friend had a pair of skates, and I was like, oh, let's have a go. Give me a go. And I, I've always... I was always kind of okay on them. Like, I could just, like, go along, and it was never really an issue to, like, skate along. I was never, like... I, I don't ever remember, like, not being able to go along. And I remember there was like a little set of like three stairs or something and I just jumped down them and I think I like, I think I tried to spin down them or something and literally from then like that was it. Like I just, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't stopped since then really at all. And for you that was like, back then were you already into like those type of aggressive skates or you just had like cruising skates just outside just like every other kid on the BMX and whatever or? Um, I think, I don't think I ever not until recently ever like skated skates not aggressively i mean i use that term aggressively i don't know what it's called but um you know i've only ever done like stunt skating or like freestyle skating yeah, whatever it's trick skating um <laughs> yeah yeah I never, I never really learned like recreation skating first and then took it to a lot of my friends at the time when i first started skating had done like roller hockey first and then went into skating and you could see actually in their skating that they were so much better at skating like than i was but then i I guess he is and it made me more comfortable but you know i I never i never did that first i just went straight into like stunt skating and (laughs) i love the i I never thought of stunt skating like there's all these stunt skating (laughs) i love it because you know what i I mean, I made a few videos about it and people keep complaining. And obviously, a lot of people have different opinions. And I try to a lot of times put minds out there. And a lot of times, like, people hate me for that. But you know what? In the end, I try. And I try to get everyone to call something the same. And the reason why I try to do that, I'm not saying that one name is right. I'm not saying that inline skating is right. I'm not saying that rollerblading is right. But I keep saying the same, which is the more people call the same to what we do, the stronger mm-hmm. we become. And the stronger we are, the easiest it is for things, whatever it is, to be successful. And one of the things that we, I can give you an example would be like Dirtbox. As an example, I know that you guys last year, uh, I don't know, you, I'm saying you guys without knowing what you actually do with Dirtbox. <laughs> but, you know, I always related you with Dirtbox. But what I'm trying to say is that yeah. the stronger we become, the, like, the the less these type of things can happen. Companies yeah. just 
not happening or just dying if you can i didn't want to use the word dying but if that if that's the right word so maybe stunt skating yeah. is a good name <laughs> yeah well universal term would be good because then i wouldn't have to make up terms like stunt skating or like uh, i don't know i don't know i've heard so many bad ones right i mean you know we all know what we mean but we all have different words it's kind of it's difficult yeah, it, that's I swear it must be the only one of the only sports that is like that as well. Like, I can't think of another sport where like skateboarders aren't like do what do we call it because it's just got a term. And you are living. I keep saying the same. And you live in an English speaking country in an English native country. Yeah. Now imagine if you live in Portugal. In Portugal, is called it's called patins. In Poland, mm-hmm. it's it's rocky. I think in Spain, it's patines, and in France, it's roller or something like that. So there's a different word in every other language look at bmx yeah. bmx it's bmx no matter where it's bmx you yeah, might not true. say it or you might it might not sound the same way but when you read it when you spell it yeah when you write it somewhere on the internet because google is our world nowadays you know it so everyone mm-hmm. googles everything so we're just losing power there yeah and maybe stunt skating is the way to go <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it doesn't sound great though, does it? <laughs> no no it's just i'm just joking around tell me <laughs> who's dirtbox what was dirtbox um okay so it's, it does seem like I, i had a little like look at the questions that were on the facebook posting just to see what kind of questions i'll be getting okay so let and me interrupt you let me let me just interrupt you there sorry for a second so i guess most of the people know but for those of them that don't know usually before doing these skate talks on my facebook on my personal facebook i usually post who's my next guest and a lot of people mainly my facebook friends um or someone that knows the um, the guest because usually the guest is also tagging the post they post que- they just put questions in that in that post and that's what scott is talking about right now because he saw some of the questions yeah, just, that some people did okay so just go for it sorry yeah i just thought i'd prep myself a little bit and you know see what kind of <laughs> questions were going to come up and it just, it yeah, that's a real like artist a, man a were about <laughs> me being like Uh, more involved with Dirtbox than I am. I, know, I mean, I am involved, well, I was involved in Dirtbox quite a lot, but I literally had nothing to do with running it. Like, it was run, it, well, it was founded by Sam and Anthony. I don't, I don't know the names, but Sam Curry and Anthony. Uh, I didn't know about Anthony, I know about Sam. And I'll yeah, tell so you why, Anthony, I'll tell you why in a few minutes. Okay, well, Anthony is a really successful, um, he's like a collage artist. He's like, he's quite successful in the illustration world. And, um, Yeah, so he started it. He was like the art worker behind it. He did all that, and Sam was like the business mind. And also, Sam's very creative, so he did a lot of the designing and stuff as well. And he's a very, uh, you know, he's a very accomplished designer too. Um, so they, it was their company for years, and I had nothing to do with it, like probably for 10 years, like before even knowing me, like that was just going. And then um, just one time out of the blue, like on our DRC Vimeo, so... A lot of people get that confused as well. So DRC and Dirtbox are completely different entities. They can, they're nothing to do with each other. But it just so happens that there's like overlap with the people that skate on both. Um, so DRC was already a thing. And that's just uh, DRC is that kind of crew, I guess, the collective okay. of my friends around where I live. Um, and we all just like we made a video together. We call ourselves DRC. And we did a lot. What you does know, that stand know, for? What does DRC stand for? <laughs> the DRC stands for it started off as a joke but we just kind of went with it it started off as the Dorset Rollerblading Club like just because <laughs> we were like 
we tried to like go with like you know how rollerblading is seen as i'm calling like keep it as a club but and i guess a lot of people saw it as a crew but we just kept it as a club because we thought it was quite funny just as that was. and basically my friend made it to keep like so we can all post photos in a group on facebook so he just called it the drc and then it just stuck and we went with it um so the drc is just like kind of my my friends like that's our you know it's our it's our group and um dirtbox contacted the drc vimeo which was under my email address so i got the message and it was sam just kind of like reaching out to us being like do you want to do something together because we really like your stuff and then from that point on uh we you know we became really good friends like me and sat like all of us basically but me and sam spoke a lot and then me harry and sam spoke a lot and then he put us on and then from then on i guess it kind of seemed like we were more involved than we were just because well me and harry made a lot together so i suppose it looked like we were um kind of a, a, a really large part of dirtbox but it just happened that me harry and sam got on really well so we spoke a lot and that also meant that sam would like talk about ideas that he had and kind of run us run them through us and we would kind of talk about it so I guess we did have a, quite a lot of input, but it was always Sam's thing. Anthony moved away to LA, so he wasn't really involved anymore, but it's always just that's 100% Sam the start box. Nothing, oh. like business-wise, nothing to do with me. I couldn't couldn't even tell you how much they made or anything. I have no idea. No, man, I would not ask you that. Because, like, I, I would, if you would be a Solomon Skirid, I would ask you how much he was getting. And I made a question to, yep. <laughs> to Nikki Adams, but, like, I wouldn't expect... Um, no, I'll be intrigued too, for sure. <laughs> what I do know is that what I was really surprised about after getting to know Sam a bit more and like, he moved down to my hometown. He lives like five hours away, but he moved down to where I live and Harry lived at the time. And he kind of, he lived here for a summer and then moved back home. And he was running Dirtbox out of where he was living. So I kind of had a bit more of an insight to it. And I was really surprised at how much like social media likes and comments and things don't it doesn't represent sales at all. So no, you'd like drop uh, a new project, say like a hat, for example, and like on Instagram or whatever, it'd have like hundreds of likes. It'd have people like, oh, how can I get this hat? Have you got any left? Like whatever. And it's like, I'd be like, man, have they sold out? And he's like, no, I've sold one. And that's it. And you'd be like, <laughs> that's so, like people just like, they want it and they love it, but they don't actually buy it. It's really surprising. Yes. And, and, and that happens mainly with clothing. And, yeah. you know, that's one of, I also made, man, I think I make, made videos about everything, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that's, that's why I made a video that I did last week about clothing and I, I've spoke with Sam after that via email yeah. and he told me that he has a project coming, but I'm not going there yet. But what okay. I, what I want to say right now is that the reason why I made that video, it's because of these that you're saying. It's a lot of times. Yeah. There's not a lot of brands out there, uh, skating, clothing brands. And one of the main no. reasons what you just said, because a lot of times what happens is that people like the clothes, but then they end up going out and they go to, and I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. They end up, go, they like something like imagine the Kelsos make something from basement or mm -hmm. like imagine that box makes like a super cool polo. And then people go out, they look for something that looks the same on agent. H&M that usually they yeah. have or even Primark and on Primark they can buy five one each color and they'll they'll yeah. get back home and they'll be really really happy because they bought five one each color <laughs> instead of one but if you go back a few years if you've been skating for 16 years you remember how mm -hmm. much it used to worth but like not money wise 
how happy you used to be when you used that Senate shirt or that Mind Game shirt. Oh my God, yeah. It's just... I remember one one time getting a Senate hoodie for like 70 quid at the time and I was like, it was like my whole Christmas present, but I was so happy with it. Yeah, but that's what that's what I'm trying to say. I remember watching. I remember, man. I'm I'm from Portugal. It's a small village in Portugal. When we first had um, satellite TV, I remember watching some. M- I don't even know if it was MTV or some music thing, music show on a German channel. And I remember watching a guy with a Santa shirt, and from that Santa shirt, I I knew like that guy was a skater. You know. And yeah. those things used to mean so much for us back then. Nowadays, it's more about the quantity. You don't care if, if you're, yeah, that's so if, you're true. if you're helping something, if you're representing something or whatever. And I, I'm not saying I don't do the same. Huh? I, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm not better than anyone. I try to support as much as I can. I'm just, yeah. Anyway, just stating a fact. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I. And you hear it a lot that people are like, well, there's not enough good stuff out there for me to support. But then if you don't put the money into it, how are you going to make better things? It's 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 a horrible cycle, isn't it, that we're kind of stuck in, I suppose. Like, I don't know. Seeing it, I mean, a lot of people also said to me, it's like, oh, how did Dirtbox die? I thought they were doing so well money-wise. But it's like, it's just one guy. Like, he often put a lot of his own money into it to keep it alive as well. It's, I don't know, like, seeing it from the other side, it's so obvious But then. I suppose if you don't see that, it's really difficult to see that, like, unless you buy it, it can't continue, can it? That's as simple as it is. And even like that, I think one of the biggest problems, it's actually one of the biggest problems with me too. The amount of passion that we have in this makes us blind business-wise. Yeah. And I don't know if you if you feel the same, but I do know that a lot of people... They get somehow blinded by passion, if that makes sense. It's just like yeah, you, you want it definitely. to be so successful, and you put your you put everything in it, and then sometimes it just can't. Man, at, at the moment for me, as an example, I have family, and there's some things that need to be way more important in my than my passions. But I still so many times yeah. I I put it on the scale, and sometimes it's so hard to say no to the passion, yeah. but. <laughs> it shouldn't no, be like that definitely I, I've definitely been there myself like buying a camera for like you know too much money when I definitely don't have enough money to do that but it's like oh, I'm filmed and skating so I'm going to buy an expensive camera it's, it, it becomes a bigger priority than it should be I agree but it's just how it is isn't it <laughs> Scott tell me <laughs> what influences the way that you make your videos I'm not even talking about your skating but y- you told me not in this interview but you told me that you work as a teacher in a hearty thing. Can you explain exactly yeah. what you do and what influences the way that you film or your videos? Okay. Um, so my job is like um, a university, but it's a specifically an arts university. And I teach on a course, which is basically graphic design. It's a little bit broader than that, but it's basically graphic design. So I teach. Um, my job role is mainly teaching Adobe stuff. So I teach like Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, um, after effects premiere like video like filming taking photos like all of that stuff you know like content creating basically Mm -hmm. um so i teach them how to use all of that software but i also like teach i I say teach they don't call me a teacher because they'd have to pay more if i get called like a lecturer or a teacher but i mean i do it's called (laughs) demonstrator. yeah yeah it's called i'm a technical demonstrator which is my term but it's teaching for sure 
Um, but I also teach like uh, bookmaking and like traditional like printmaking and you know all sorts of stuff like that. So that's basically what my job is. But what is great about that is that you know the more I like that, learn I learn more. Like you said before, like passion drives a lot. So the fact that I have to like find stuff out to edit the way I want to edit, and then I can feed that back into my session. So actually, like even though sometimes I'm at work editing my own skate videos, I'm actually teaching myself some stuff for the students. So I, I kind of feel guilty about it sometimes, but also at the same time, I know it's going to feed back into my system. So <laughs> my job kind of works with it quite well, to be fair. I need um, to interrupt so you good. there. I need to interrupt you there. What do your students think when they, when they see you editing skate, like inline skating videos, stunt skating videos <laughs> yeah, yeah. On, on, um, on their classes? They, I mean, I know how cool rollerblading is, obviously, because I've been doing it for so long and I love it, but they don't seem to care. They don't, they don't give a shit. They, they'll see me editing or whatever and they'll be like, or they'll, they'll find out that I skate or whatever, they, they'll, that I rollerblade and they'll be like, oh, cool, you do stuff. You like, you skate. <laughs> you like, do yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, like you, you actually do something. I'm like, yeah. You're not and a vegetable. Like, oh. <laughs> and they're like, do you have any videos? Do you have any photos or anything online? I'm like, yeah, just like Google my name. You'll find something like, you know how easy Google is. Like just Google my name, you find something. And that, that's where the conversation ends. They never end up looking. They never care. They don't care. And that really surprises me because if I was, if I was at uni and, my one of my lecturers or teachers or said something like that i'd be like i'd be straight on the internet finding out like i don't know if they were crap and i could see them falling over you know what i mean it's like they don't care they Dude. literally don't care so that's that's what you that's the millennials right what, what how old are your students because a few um, years, like i would say sorry about 10 years ago no more fuck sometimes i forget how old i am like <laughs> maybe like 12 13 years ago when I finished my graduation, my last year was an internship and I studied to be a teacher, to be yeah. a sports teacher. So oh, on my gosh. last year, I used to live in the south of Portugal and that, that was the time that I used to skate for USD and that was my mm -hmm. party age. <laughs> I used to skate, <laughs> but I used to party a lot. So somehow, B Meg always used to post my party pictures. I don't know why. I, I always had that. <laughs> I don't know. I always ended up on B Meg. And my students, man, they always knew about it. So can you imagine? You'll go to class and then you see your teacher completely like I was always like, yeah, always. That was like I don't know why my skating pictures wouldn't show up. Just the party one. So <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, I was asking I, about I the mean, age I of your students. I going out for that reason in my town because I've just seen students out in like, you know, a pub or a bar or something. Like, oh God, it's the worst thing. I, I don't <laughs> want to have that situation. So I don't. It's just easier not to. Okay, so tell me, how old are your students? Do you think um, they, when they start, they're usually about 18 and kind of finish 22. That's like the usual age where they like finish school and do their A-levels and then come to uni. But um, sometimes we get like mature students. I've got students like... Uh, 39 we've had students we've had students 60s and stuff in the past uh, yeah probably probably sorry sorry you go for it sorry it's always interesting when they're older because they actually i know it seems ridiculous but they've chosen to be there like the young students are kind of they just come in and they're like right i'm gonna go to you what shall i do or i didn't i didn't hate art at school so i'll do something like that and then they just you know they're going through the motions they don't really care they're just doing uni but the yeah. older students are actually like You know, they've lived a bit of life, they've realized they don't like their job and they want to change it or something, so they decide that they're going to do this, and it's so much nicer, it's refreshing. 
<laughs> and that's what I was going to ask you. Probably the guys, the older ones are the ones that when you tell them to Google your name, those are the ones that care. The young ones, if you think of it, the young ones, like if if you're talking about an 18-year-old kid, so we know that there was a decline on inline skating, on rollerblading, stunt skating <laughs> in yeah. like 2005, 2006. That's when it was the biggest decline. Well, by that time, they were around four or five. They weren't even on, on a computer yet. So they didn't no. even knew what skating was. So for them, no. that's what you do. It's, it was never cool somehow. Or it was for them. No, no, nowadays they start, now some of them in some places, I know that in Barcelona, as an example, now you start seeing some young kids doing it as a cool thing, yeah. you know, like the cool mm -hmm. kids start to do it. Or there will be a lot more countries in the world because that friend of mine greg the bodyboarder always tells me the same and it's the it's exactly what i think nowadays too which yeah. is there's no coolest thing than a shoe with wheels man if you think of it it's the ultimate thing like man you move your legs and you go you don't need a piece of wood you don't need like a metal piece that you need to do cycling movements it's just you move your feet and you go that's it yeah, it's the coolest thing. And then you like you do a little one eight and you're going backwards. Like, <laughs> it's so much fun. Like how do, how do, how do other people not see that as fun? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, they will see, man. They will see. They'll they'll yeah. just need to try. That's what we need to get them more, like to try. And that's that's what I think that what you're doing it's amazing because what you're doing it's somehow making skating look nice, but it's not intimidating, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's okay. what I wanted to get. So, like, when you see guys like Roman Abrati or like Julian Cudo, they're amazing. What they do is just like it's next level. I can never imagine that I have a massive respect for all those guys. It's not my style yeah. of skating. I respect a lot what they do, and I wish I was capable of doing it. But at yeah, the same agreed. time, and for the public, for the young kids, it's amazing. They love to watch it. My question is, and I'm not saying it, it's wrong. We need all these guys because they are heroes and we need heroes. But at the same time, for yep. someone starting to skate, somehow there's other types of skating that can be more appealing. And I'm not saying that's your type of skating. I guess it depends on everyone. But having yeah. diversity, it's amazing. At the moment, I would relate a lot more to the type of skating that you do because it'd be a lot more challenging yeah. for me, you know? It's like, it's right there. It's so close to what I can do, but the amount of skill and the amount of time that you need on every single trick. It's like, sometimes I don't have the yeah. time in my day. That's what I think. Probably you, do, <laughs> probably you do them first try, you know? What I'm trying to say here is like you can see it closer. When I look at Roman Abrati or when I look at Julian Cudo, for me, it's just like out of my league, you know? So, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. I think your type of skating, it's really important. And a lot more guys like uh, Bobby Spasov that we made also a skate talk a few weeks ago. Yeah. Guys like you guys are amazing to watch. And I, I think you guys re are really needed in this world. But where do, you, where do you get the creativity for those tricks? Is it skateboarding? Is it all coming from your head? Comes from your classes, from your students? Where does that come from? Um, I think what you just said was quite um, a good point, like uh, accessible. And I think the reason why it's so accessible is because you don't need a skate spot to do it necessarily. Like, you know, like a traditional spot, like a ledge or a rail. I mean, I, and I think that answers the question in terms of like, I think that's why, because I, we, where I live, you know, there's a few ledges and rails, but you kind of run out 
stuff that you can do on the, on those few spots, right? So you kind of have to think, right, let's just go. So many times we've gone out on missions not knowing where we're going and being like, I wonder what we can find. And then you don't have anything, but you're like, that kind of makes you do something that you wouldn't usually do, you know, like pulling up to a spot that's not really grindable or it doesn't really have something initially interesting about it, but you're like, the area is cool and there's got to be something to do there. So you, your mind creates something out of it, you know? So I think it's kind of more, I think the, what me and Harry realized together, I mean, we don't, uh, we don't, we have a very similar view of skating, but it's not exactly the same, you know? So mm -hmm. if you'd like turn up at a spot and I think we realized quite quickly together that the spot has to drive a trick, like not in the way of like, okay, I've got to this rail. What's the best trick to do on it? Cause that's, a very linear way of looking at skating, but like, what's the most interesting thing I can do in this area? Like, that's kind of more how we look at it. I think I look at it at least, you yeah. know. So I think I think that's where I mean, in terms of influences in skating, like, there's so many people that I could list where like their skating influences me. But I think it comes more down to like just the spot. You know, the spot has to tell you. It sounds ridiculous, but the spot has to kind of tell you what is the coolest thing to do there. I understand that. It totally makes sense to me, especially the way that you started answering, which is yeah. when you told me that you kind of run out of spots. That that leads me to yeah. two questions. One of it, one of them is, do you used to be like the type of skater that used to spin to grinds in big rails and stuff like that? Because I don't know. I never met you back then and i don't um, know if you were that type of skating but it seems like you have a really good background and skill on skating that's one of the questions and the second one is you kind of say that somehow that was one of the things that made you start looking at other spots but then i see a lot of your stuff in skate park and i'm not saying this in a negative way i love it in a really tiny plaza skate park and you the way yeah. that you skate is just like it's just different from people the way that people use the skate parks with stunt skates <laughs> thank you that's a that's a high compliment i'll take that as a compliment um, it is. um but yeah i mean i probably haven't been trying to do i mean i try not to separate skating that i used to do and the skating now because i guess it's all led to one place i suppose but i definitely have done my fair share of rails and you know switch ups and Ha like hammers and drops and all come that on kind of you stuff. didn't and answer still... me would you spin to win could you five four could you four fifty real no okay you're welcome I to mean, my world I, <laughs> I, <laughs> the thing is i i really would like to have been able to back then but i i the, my excuse for that is that i spin the opposite way to one royale so i never really like did <laughs> come on I, I know you can do switch royale, tricks i know way. you can do switch tricks i've be, I've <laughs> seen the way that you skate you can do everything like regular and switch with that amount of skill you could okay i'm, I'm glad that they come across that way because that is not the truth but um <laughs> uh yeah i definitely i mean spin to it yeah like 360 top stars yeah yeah like i definitely have done my best share of that type of skating for sure i was like a park rat for my you know, seven or eight years of skating. I worked in a skate park and I basically lived there. Did you, you get nine hundreds? Could you do nine hundreds? Yeah, I had nine hundreds. Not, not, not <laughs> we got Tony Hawk in the house. 
I have done some night hunts, but <laughs> not consistently. But I was Come on. kind of more, yeah, I used to do front flips and misty flips. No, 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 no. Your students, your students want to know that you do 900s just like Tony Hawk. Come on, that's what they want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I definitely, up until, you know, a couple of years ago, I was definitely into the. Like, I, I love grinding a rail. Like, I can't, like, it may not seem like that now, but I, I love grinding rails and I love. Um, you know, do, doing like a like a, a spin to a grind on a ledge or something. It's, it's cool, isn't it? I like it's still that's where yeah, we came it's from. It's challenging, man. That. That's the way. That, I, yeah. I guess that's. I keep saying the same. That's that's why we skate. We, we like to challenge ourselves. And if you start going yeah. way too much on the type of skating that you do now, in a few years you're gonna want to go out of it. And that's that's just like how we work. Yeah. It's just yeah. It, you you get bored. You've got to have variety, man. Like. Yeah. You know, like I was saying earlier, like going backwards is really fun, just as much as like doing a back rail on a ledge is really fun to do. Like just because it's not creative, it's just well fun to do that. So yeah, yeah, but it, you, but then again, you can find a spot where that thing can be the most creative thing. You know, it's just there's always different ways of looking at things. In my opinion, of course. Yeah. Now tell me. Yeah. Going a little bit more out of the RT part, what skates are you skating right now? Mm -hmm. Um, I've got at the moment I'm skating a lot of V13s. I've got like five different setups, just purely because of color. Like, <laughs> I just like to have lots of different colored skates at the same time. But they're all V13s. But I mean, I'm definitely I'm really not a skate nerd when it comes to setups and things. I don't really care. No, it just it seems. But it's just it's just like I I think any of the you know the more the top skate companies like you could wear any of them and still be able to skate, right? So it's kind of, they're just such a simple, basic skate. If they're good enough for Broscow, they're good enough for me. That's kind of how I look at it. <laughs> That's a good way to see it. So are you yeah. going to skate the damn skates now? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm intrigued by them for sure, but I, I de not enough to pre-order them or anything. I mean, I'd have to see. It'd be tricky to know what size to get as well, I think. So I, I've got quite big feet. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm six foot five, so I've got, fairly big feet um so what's your uk size my uk size is nine but that's kind of i've got intuition liners so i can get as small as possible because yeah, you can get medium no, from what i know that's the that's the size of robbie pits that would be yeah you don't really want much bigger than that do you it's gonna not be very nice well and you look at miguel do you know miguel ramos oh yeah miguel is skating the biggest the biggest size when you look at him skating he looks good somehow Really? I, yeah. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, it's just like, man, I guess I guess the skater is what makes the skater looks skate looks good. I wouldn't say that yeah. the damn skates are the best or I wouldn't say that the skates that I'm skating right now, the USD sevens or whatever are the best. It's just it again, like you said, if they're good enough for like some of the pros skating them, they can be good enough for us. So it's just Whatever. yeah you, you end I mean, up getting used to it yeah i mean like the m12 slash v13 i mean people like danny beer skate them robbie pitts doing creative stuff and then you've got the kelso's both skating them who are incredible at, like technical stuff and then you've got broscow and sizemore doing massive drops and they, i mean they can do all the types of skating can't they so and i got Niels, go wrong with that. And now you got Niels jansen skating them and you know yeah. it's going to be like the craziest biggest stuff yeah full speed and Yeah, just different that's, styles of skating. That's a good move for them, I think, taking Joe Atkinson and Nils. That's a good 
that's two good choices, I think. Who do you think is going to be the third one? Uh, was there not a third one already mentioned? I swear there was another person. No, there's there's a, a, another kid, but it's just like it wasn't pro. There was also oh, Shad okay. Ornish, I think. Oh yeah, but uh, I there think was amateur, another like competition style skate because obviously those two are like they are legit like street certified, but they're also killing it in the park so i think okay. it'll be another person like that which i can't think i'll put of i'll put my, my name but... i'll put my money in one guy dominic wagner <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's not a bad show <laughs> i don't know that's, that's not a bad guess <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna happen or not if there would be a fourth one and if we need to be american even if he's not showing up in that many places i would say jeff stockwell but we'll see <laughs> yeah that would be well, good... maybe like Maybe something like it depends on how they're if they're paying or whatever. But I feel like Montre could be a good choice because he's again like street certified but kills it in competitions. Like I, would I wouldn't see Montre. Option. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. And yes, I, I hope it doesn't because I also I still work with power slides. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I hope he doesn't leave. I love to have that guy on on that <laughs> side. But still, I couldn't really imagine him skating such a slim skate but maybe it's just me maybe obviously no. he would skate good with every skate so yeah I agree if you Sometimes look at it, if you think of him like skating memes like everyone else was like rock and roll and all that and then you would see him fully gangster just yeah. killing it so I don't know I guess yeah. he's just way too good tell me he's too good Scott Have you ever got like badly hurt or does that that was like I guess that was one of the questions on on Facebook too. The <laughs> did any injury ever made a difference on the way that you skate nowadays? We didn't spoke about it or you didn't refer it but uh I did see that question and I know exactly referring to and if people know me they know exactly what he's referring to. And I did have I mean In terms of like injuries, you would expect like a broken leg or like, you know, a broken bone. But I, I broke my urethra, which is yeah, the, uh, you know, and that's kind of like, as a, as a male, oh, I guess it was bad for female too, but you know, that's kind of one of the worst things that you could possibly do, I swear. Um, so the simple answer to that question is, yeah, it obviously changed the way I skate because not that it made me, uh, Well, I don't really skate handrails in the same... Um, like I said before, I love skating handrails. I love just doing like a backslide down a rail. It was great. But I really need to consider it way more before I do. And, the, you know, the passion has to be really high or the, the idea for the rail or whatever has to be really, really good for me to have to consider grinding a rail now because... Not because of being scared. I mean, there is increased fear for sure, but... Um, Is it a higher risk if you fall on the same region again, or it's just there's it's just in your yeah. head? No, no, that would be for sure because it would be it's definitely weaker than it was in terms of I, I had they literally had to operate on it. They had to take skin out of the inside of my mouth and like you know reconstruct it with that skin. So that's like it's not <laughs> it's not the same as it was before. Oh God. Like, li literally just the tube. It wasn't anything else rather than the tube inside me, but it's like, what a, what a nightmare injury. Oh. I could never imagine, like... No, man. Uh, did that happen in the rail, like you said? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I've... I've a few... Uh, that full 
many times before and it definitely wasn't the worst one that I've had but it just must have been specifically on that point and it was just yeah. for like four months it was completely not great but, it's 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 yeah. weird like a lot of times for people who's scared of skating rails it's just like it doesn't need to happen on a rail that's something that's one of the first no, things it can happen true. on anything and at the same time so many times we see people falling like one one leg of each side of the rails and so many times you don't hit it anything yeah just like it just it's hard because most of the time it's like on your leg it's harder to it's easier to to get hurt on the coccyx than actually where people are yeah, scared for sure. but it's a very it specific happen. point <laughs> it can happen but yeah it can happen <laughs> i did bleed my so i had my i had my <laughs> my time <laughs> yeah it's, it, just, it, it's just one of those things that as it's happening you're like I can't, is this actually happening? I can't believe it. But the answer to the question is, yeah, it did. Mainly because it would be fucking stupid to do it again. Like, <laughs> I would be I would be an idiot to do that injury again. Yeah. And the doctor's even said that. He's like, yeah, you can skate again. I'm not going to tell you not to skate, but he's like, it would be really bad for you to do it again. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you know what? So I, Some I mean, of the I tricks that you do still scare me a lot more than skating around. Like those. Yeah, ex exactly. I mean, it's, if I've got an idea <laughs> and, you know, I feel like it's worth that risk, then I'll do it. And, you know, like you said before, like passion will take over. And it's like, even Harry has said to me before while filming, he's like, mate, are you like, I don't know. And I'm like, nah, like, and I'll, I'll do it. But that's just what happens, isn't it? I mean, people do dangerous tricks. Um, because they just want to no, do it. There's no, not let me, an explanation. Let me, there's there? one trick that's stuck in my mind, and it's the most basic thing. It's probably ankle high, uh, in an ankle high ledge. I wouldn't even say mm -hmm. if it's a ledge. It's just like a, a simple back torque to backwards wheelie. You know that one, right? Oh uh, yeah, in the skate park. Yes. Yeah. I I that trick doesn't make any sense in my head and <laughs> seriously i've tried it just stole it and just to try to understand the movement and it just doesn't work see for me and i'm not even a, a skater like a, a rail skater anymore but i would be a mm. million times less scared <laughs> of doing a rail and i don't skate rails that much anymore than doing that because it's just for me that's just instant death i know that even if it's the super yeah low ledge it's it, most of the time it's more dangerous for me when i try to do a top side or if i try to do a, a backwards willy on a really tiny ledge i'm gonna fall backwards yeah. and then it just hurts so much more i'd rather fall on the rail yeah i mean i'm not <laughs> i'm definitely not if you've watched much of my skating i'm not really like i don't do many toe and heel rolls and stuff like that but sometimes i get an idea where it involves one and it makes it so much harder for me to do that trick because i don't ever practice i can't yeah. do them i don't I'm not, I'm not very good at them, but I had that idea as well as like the back, back so, side backslide to the heel roll. No, and I was like, no way. So you're telling me that you don't know how to do the basic one, but you think of a most complex one. So you need to learn <laughs> in the moment and you learn straight to the complex one. Yeah, that's sort of, I mean, that's sort of true. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't do many heel or toe rolls. That's definitely true. That I don't. Okay. Do but I'm just, just breaking it out for someone that doesn't visually see it something way yeah. more visual imagine you want to do a 720 topsail but you cannot do a 360 topsail so you go straight <laughs> to the 720 it's something like that basically it's a, obviously it's a less it's a there's a little bit less risk in it but still that can be a lot of risk yeah <laughs> yeah 
But yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I just had the idea and was like, that works perfectly. You know, like that's why it's a cool trick because the grind kind of goes straight into it. It's kind of, it just, it makes sense when you watch it. But then when I got to the skate, like, uh, it's not, <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. So it just takes a little bit of, um, you know, just, it, that is one of the tricks that you kind of have to just commit and it will work, you know. <laughs> I know, I can't imagine. I just I can't see myself doing it. Now, let's go straight to a question. Let's fight right now. I'm gonna get uh, the boxing gloves and let's talk about this. Do you okay. skate would you skate Solomon skates? <laughs> uh yeah, I don't I mean I don't really have anything against <laughs> No man, Solomon. I'm, I'm I just, kidding. They've never been for me. I, I like I just yeah, I don't know, they've never really been to me. And I don't I kind of you know I don't care. I don't care about Solomon's at all. No, the thing, I'm just making this question, I'm talking about the boxing gloves, because the truth is, for the type of skating that you do, you remind me of mm -hmm. at least two guys that used to skate with Solomon's skates. Yeah. Would be Micah Yeager, mm -hmm. and the other one would be Nick Regal. Somehow, I wow. don't know why, but somehow I can see you like... Um, The next level of what they're doing, being Nick Regal, Nick Regal the first one, and then Mike Rieger a few years later, somehow like a more developed <laughs> Nick Regal with a different style. And then a few yeah. years later, you, I would see it like the next step somehow. And they both skated Solomon, so I could actually see you skating Solomon. And a lot of people, I made that, that video about killing the industry with Solomon, a lot of people really... Mm -hmm took it the wrong way and I don't mind people see it the way they want yeah but there's a reason for it and I guess we spoke about it when we spoke about dirt box and about one of the reasons why things happen so yeah, yeah. I guess people are I mean, free to think I, whatever they want yeah it's kind of there's there's two ways that I can look at it I guess like I buy a lot of clothes from charity shops and stuff because it's a shame for things to go to waste right like why chuck away clothes when you or just buy brand new clothes when you could reuse something else but yeah that you know, makes sort of sense to me so this is the same for skates so i kind of see that but at the same time you're completely right like how they can't keep selling skates if no one's buying them like they can't keep making them if no one's buying them so i, I do get it and it just i mean i would probably skate solomon's if i was into them but i just don't really care about them that much so <laughs> <laughs> it just works out that i kind of support the industry because i have to no but now you don't anymore because valos are not working anymore true. come on you're killing yeah, it <laughs> yeah i mean i did consider buying them skates but i've got like honestly i've got about five or six skates that are set up so it's like i don't need a seventh pair of skates i don't i don't even really skate that it, much anymore. it's not I'm like Valo is that man when i'm saying that like you can obviously always get the soul plates from roaches from roses yeah People also make fun of me saying roaches. So <laughs> from roses. So it's I'm, I'm obviously just making fun of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, let me move away from here before we fight. <laughs> uh, what did you thought about the dirt box wheels, the really hard ones? Were you skating those? Was it, were it 95 or 96? Uh, they were 55, 95. Were you skating flat on those? Uh, I, uh, I skated those flat for quite a long time. Um, I always struggled with flat setup. Like I always wanted to be able to skate flat, and I struggled with it for a long time. But then I thought the only way 
really do it is to just do it. So for about a year or two, I can't remember, about a year or two, I just skated solidly flat. And then I was completely fine with it. It was, you know, it was a good thing. And those wheels definitely helped. They're really solid. And that's where, you know, like some of the wheels that came from those hard wheels, just like playing around with them and, you know, being able to slide on them a bit more. So, yeah, I did. I genuinely liked those wheels. And the flat profile, I mean, I like I said, I'm not really a skate nerd. I don't really... I don't really think about it too much, but the flat profile really helped as well for the kind of wheel slides and things like that. I actually watched one of your which was about, um, I can't remember what you called it. It was like Magic Rocker or something like oh, that. Yeah, having... Have you tried it? It's actually cool. No, but I was watching it. I was like, that is genius. Like, but I, it wasn't so on sense. purpose, man. I was just, it, it was weird. It was before this year's Winter Clash. I was with, I was with Robbie Pitts in in Amsterdam and I changed the wheels I was staying in this guy Kev Kevin I was staying at Kevin's house and I changed mm -hmm. the wheels I had these new these two different sets of undercovers and once I changed the wheels I realized that they had different profiles and once I put them down I was like damn it they're like not even flat but then when I yeah. twisted the skate to one of the sides I was like wait that's cool because when you turn then you got like this rockering and then yeah. I, the magic rockering was just a funny name but it, I, it actually it's actually cool obviously it doesn't last yeah. forever because mm. especially if you're skating street a lot not that i skate street that much still nowadays so in a park will last me forever <laughs> do you find it um uh difficult to skate street now like it sounds like a ridiculous question, but is it easier for you to just go and hang at a park and skate there? Because I have not been skating street much either. And it's because I just don't have as many people to skate with. So like just I going guess out it's and trying to find like, a weird spot is tricky. Yeah, I think so. You know what? I, I guess like since I moved to Cape Town, which like I said, it was about three years ago, it's been changing a lot and makes me sad somehow. I used When I first moved here, I loved it, man. My two best friends would be Earl Abrams and this guy that I just told you, Greg Fraser, were living here. Yeah. We used to skate at least twice a week. We used to go street skating at night and we, we used to do street skating during the weekend, some, at least once per mm -hmm. weekend. And obviously, like since one year ago, I have a baby, so it's not as easy, but I still find ways to go out and skate. Yeah. But... Those two guys, one moved to Johannesburg, which is a capital, and a lot of people don't have idea of the size of South Africa, but he's living basically a thousand and eight hundred kilometers from me, which is basically impossible for us to skate together. And the other one, yeah. Greg, the bodyboarder, the one that actually showed me stuff about you before. First, yeah. Greg is now living in a farm, so far from here, like two and a half hours. So in the end, I end up being here. Of course, I have a lot of friends here and a lot of people that I skate with. But those, it's kind of like, you know, you have those guys that you skate with and you completely fully relate with when you skate. And then it's kind of like yeah. they're gone. And then you feel like, damn it. And then a few weeks ago, I was in Portugal. And that felt, I have to admit, that felt so good. Because I was in Portugal and two of my best friends... One of them yeah. was was living in London and he moved to Portugal. And now everyone is kind of like the crew is getting back in Portugal. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> 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 I might need to do something about it. Anyway, we're not there yeah. yet. <laughs> but <laughs> answering your question like about like skating a park, I guess with time, you, you, you end up finding more fun 
and it's all about the fun yeah. of it. You know, if you obviously yeah. if you want to get some clips or if you want to film something, you'll go outside and you'll make the struggle of skating this spot and then you need to drive or to skate or whatever for five, ten minutes to the next spot and you'll do it or you go specifically yeah. to a spot for a line. But if you are in a park you can be with five or ten more people and everyone is skating each own spot and everyone is having fun and you still clap hands and you still like, even if they're skating something completely different, you know? And I guess with yeah. time, you're going to end up going that way. And wanting or not, skate parks are done for that. So it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I think it's, I wouldn't call myself a park rat, even if I haven't been skating street for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, it's exactly the same for me. Like I've got, I've got uh, really friends here that still skate but not as much like you know me and harry it was a really good uh we just had the same vision for skating really like just going out and not even planning a spot or anything and just going being fine you know and it's like not having that is just means i end up going and skating parks a lot more, which i mean i've definitely stepped off the gas a little bit in terms of like making stuff i haven't filmed anything for ages and that's really not like me but i'm like, waiting i'm we'd... so waiting on that <laughs> <laughs> no uh. but i mean i think i burn myself out a little bit in terms of just like we'd make an edit and literally before that one's even finished we'd be filming the next one you know and it's kind of I don't know, maybe... I have two things for you. I have to ask you... To, I have to, One is to ask you for something and the other one... No, one is a question. The other one is um, something that I would like to see. Okay. <laughs> so the request... Yeah, cool. okay, the yeah, request like the request would be... The request would be... Come on, I just want to see a 900. I don't care. Even if it's to a foam pit. Oh, just, just, no, even if it's to a foam pit, just to start an edit. Just for the fun of it. I really... <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch um we did this thing called residents only where it's like a little competition yes 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 i remember that i remember thing. that i did a 720 in that on the little kicker yeah and i really it, it was meant to be a 900 i really wanted to do a 900 but i just could it wasn't big enough i, I couldn't get enough okay. height you you, I, you need to put that little kicker down a step <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that would have been the first 900 that i would have done in probably 10 years at least oh, I, come I mean, on I now it's been like 12 years so now it's going to be yeah. the first 900 in 12 years you can tell your students man come on think of it tony Hawk. Be... <laughs> yeah. well, okay, just... if i find the right ramp i'll do one but <laughs> man, I'm, I'm obviously just joking it would be cool because it would be something you know like that's something that i was going to come next with usually you come with things that people are not expecting and that's obviously why i said the 900 thing is obviously a joke and if you could do it, it would be mm -hmm. amazing imagine like something like people isn't really expecting you to do it and that's that's why yeah. i was so surprised obviously again like i said before you have the skill so you can see it the way that you skate but the question is after being so long without making an edit don't you feel some pressure because from the guys that i know and and I know quite a lot of pros that struggle with the same. And one of them is, is actually Richie Eisler. You know that Richie, whenever he puts something, it used to be so good that mm -hmm. he put it so much pressure on himself that somehow after a while it becomes a problem because even if you want to put stuff, you, you always want your next thing to be better. And it, sometimes it's a lot better, but in your eyes because you're skating every day and you're watching the clips and you watch the clips over and over and over, after a while they get you think that they are boring about yeah. that's what you think about your clips but if anyone else sees them they're like gold you know and yeah yeah get that i completely get don't that you like feel when that you're pressure kind of now. stacking for an edit um i probably do i mean subconsciously i haven't really thought about it until you said it but i probably do i mean strangers like you i think for me was 
a bit of a peak that I'm probably I realised when I made it that I probably couldn't make anything as like that again. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I mean, not that the skating won't be as good. Just I don't know. I just when I finished it, I think I realised that I'm not going to be skating as much as that, and I don't think. You know, I kind of, I think it was a build up to that point of like all my ideas went into that. So then suddenly Mm -hmm. I was kind of had nothing. I had no clips and I had no ideas and it's kind of all empty again, which was kind of nice. So then the next thing that I made was Kings did that on purpose because I was like, I've not done anything for a while. I need to do something. And I did it in the park. So it wasn't really competing with my own edit, if that makes sense. Yep. So now I haven't filmed anything for ages. So I don't know how I feel about it. I would like to make something, but. I'm not really in the situation. I haven't got me and Harry would go out like, you know, three or four times a week and we would just film. And now I go out skating quite a lot, not filming, which I never, ever did before. But quite, it feels quite nice to just like not do that. So I don't know. I've got a lot of ideas again and I've got a lot of, you know, tricks that I want to do and spots that I've seen and I want to, but I'm not, it feels weird to not be in any rush to do it. I don't know. I don't know why that is, but I just haven't been skating as much. I don't know. I guess whenever, yeah, you, whenever you start, the ideas will come. I believe that. Yeah, exactly. And like, I to answer your question, I do probably feel like there is a bit of pressure on that. But you know, fuck it. You know what <laughs> I can it? tell you is that that's one of the reasons why, wanting or not, I respect skateboarders at least some of them so much. You look at the, yeah. those older guys, those ones with the state with the legend status. Man, and most of the times, whenever they put a new section, it's just worse than the one before. It it, it is yeah. the way it is. Most of them it is, but they keep putting it out there. And a lot of times when they get older, they skate balls, they do classic tricks, they 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 focus on what they call style. And most of the times what they call style, it's being way worse than they used to be before and way yeah. more out of control than you used to be before. But for them, that that's like imagine those 10 tries that they do that trick that's the one that they feel the best so they put it out there and that's yeah sometimes that's we need in general to to be more okay with us aging you know obviously we need a new yeah. we need a newer generation but we need to be okay with us getting older because yeah it yeah. is the way it is <laughs> i mean it is a little bit different for them in terms of they continue to do it because they're getting paid you know they got age Sorry, Scott, I lost it there a little bit. I, I think, even though uh, it's not really about money. Sorry, today, Scott, can you, just, can you just repeat? Paid, they? I lost you when, where you said yeah. it's different for, for them. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so it's different, I think, for them because they continue to get paid. And if, if they stop making edits and videos, they are probably not going to get paid anymore. So even if they feel like it's the right or wrong thing to do to continue making worse and worse edits, they're getting paid regardless. Aren't they? Yeah. So I feel like sometimes I, I'm really like, I always call it Eminem effect because he should have stopped making albums at the Eminem show probably. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And like now, like I feel like kids like that are into rap probably look at Eminem and like, he's crap at, he's not very good at, you know, he's not a very good rapper or whatever, but it's like, they don't know. They don't know what he did, like, who he, what he was because he made shit after it. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like there's there's definitely some bladers that have got that going on as well, you know, and you don't, you don't want to ruin their own legacy, you know? Okay, that makes sense. Somehow. I'm trying to feel, I don't want to name any names because it's a bit harsh, isn't it? But 
yeah. kind of, there's definitely some blazers out there where they fucking made some really good stuff back in the day and continue to make stuff that wasn't as good. It's like, it just makes you forget, doesn't it? That's, yeah, but at the same, but shame, I, 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 I totally understand what you're saying, but at the same time, it is what it is, you know, like it's dealing with reality and probably if you're not skating for any brand, nowadays that's what's going to happen with all of us skaters because in general, if we're all going to keep skating and the way that social media is going, especially nowadays, everyone has social media no matter what, you might be more or less present, but the way that it's going, all of us are going to get older and all of us that really love this, we're all going to keep doing this. And there will be a time that even if we do it every single day, there will be a decline. This is like a negative talk yeah. to have, but in the end, it's going to happen, <laughs> you know? It's like we might yeah. not be working with brands anymore or we might not want to represent anything or any sport, or anything, but we're going to be doing it because we love it. And if we put it in social media, it's obviously going to look a lot better, a, a lot worse than yeah. it used to be. So I guess it's something yeah. that we need to learn how to deal with it. I understand the Eminem effect yeah. that you're saying, especially if they're getting paid for all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. sometimes we need to learn when it's the time to to drop a project or something like that, at least to, to be the face of a project. But somehow, I guess we're all going to keep skating and content we always gonna be watching content from people that used to be our heroes you know like dustin latimer yeah. still looks amazing i don't know if you saw the clip last week yeah. or two weeks ago yeah but probably yeah. in 20 years even if he is amazing probably uh, for dustin maybe i will say 40 maybe in 40 years dustin latimer will will look bad on skates you know <laughs> yeah i mean they're probably imagine if he was still making like he didn't stop at what was his last one probably uh accidental machines or did he or no bang i can't maybe. imagine I if guess. he carried on making videos after that they probably I, you couldn't keep that snap or maybe i don't snap so he's completely different i guess that he was already but. he was already getting so creative with his skating and somehow that's one of the problems that i see when it comes to re to creativity skating like yeah exploring the extremes of creativity obviously i don't maybe there's no ends for creativity but you start coming you start going out of normal you know and somehow yeah. i'll give you a few examples of people that started going different from what everyone else used to be doing like what was the name of that canadian guy that used to do parkour on inline skates oh uh matthew Ladeau. yeah you, you saw yeah. him going in a way that no one else was going but for him to progress after that you know i don't know yeah, i couldn't see something above that and i'm not saying that he did anything wrong it, what he did was amazing and then another guy obviously completely different because he used to be the cleanest skater and then slowly started changing would be omar weissung omar used to be amazingly skilled and then he started going like after a few years and he was heavier and all that he started going to to a, yeah. a weirdly different um, creative skating and then he went to a way that he was kind of like doing flips against walls to flip back and for a lot of people that was just dumb but in the end he was having fun you know yeah and, and i don't know what's what would be coming after that so dustin was kind of no. like the same like dustin was just going into a, a level of skating that i couldn't see what was coming next and i don't know yeah do you think that happened to Farmer as well? Because Farmer, like, you know, if you think from words to bang, how he reinvented himself ridiculously every time. And, like, he got, like, so much... There was so much development each time between those videos. And then suddenly it's like, he skates kink rails now. And, yeah. like, 
director was maybe just a plateau to his creativity and it was like you can't you can't just keep doing that every time because that's i you know i just have so much respect for chris farmer does I, i don't even know what to expect but every time that i watch him i don't know if you saw that latest section he did again in the snow like he did a few years ago what i see with chris farmer is First of all, I have massive respect for this guy for the amount of passion that he has because when everyone mm-hmm. came and left and left and whatever, he's still here. He didn't left one single day, you know. He's here. He's loyal yeah. to what to our sport. And he's one for sure one of those guys that I I said like about legends that need to be respected because he's here for us. He's been doing it and trying to represent us the best that he can. Obviously, you can see that I wouldn't say he doesn't have the same amount of skill, but he went to a certain type of skating. I remember when I first saw his stuff, I think it was VG19. Now, I saw it before. Yeah. I, I think I saw it before, but in VG19, that's when he has a when he had that section sk- skating. I think it was on Rollerblades and Solomon STIs, I think. It was yeah. so good. He could do everything both ways. You know, like, I'm not saying that he can't anymore. I, I think he can still do it. And that's what I was saying about that snow video part that he came out like a few weeks ago you went, yeah i think i did see that it's just weird I, i just don't know what to think about chris farmer i just i just think he's super super talented but probably like you said you wouldn't see the same amount of progression now after skating for so long as you used to see because no, yeah, you sa- can't same, continue sa- to same with david sizemore david sizemore progressed in a completely different way he progressed in like control and style Because at first, mm-hmm. David Sizemore, every time that you would see him, he would, he would be spinning 180 more into a grind or he would yeah. be with completely different color pants, more and more flashy. <laughs> I'm not saying this in a bad way, man. He was a kid and he grew nah. up to something that's completely different where everyone respects him and is like, even like right now, is like, have you seen his last video? Yeah, that's the best thing that's been released in a while isn't it it's really good just way too Don good. Bruce man Don Bruce is next yes. level yes so Don Bruce is one of those guys I'm s- he's been surprising me every single time that I see Dom yeah. I- I've been a-, a huge fan of Dom for like at least four years I guess since he won yeah. the no more than that since he won the the Winter Clash Juniors the the Summer Clash Juniors I think yeah And since then, every single time that I watch him, he's better and better and better and better. And just, yeah. And like that last streak, I don't even know what to think about it. Obviously, a few years ago, a lot more people would do it, but it just, I don't know, man. He's he's a weird one, isn't he? Because he's like, he's so rated. Everybody knows how good he is. But at the same time, he's like underrated. How has he not had a pro boot? He's definitely, how he's not had like skater of the year or anything ever. Like he's, he's, He's gonna get well, there. He's, he's still like young. He's really young. He's gonna, he's gonna get there. He's really, yeah, really young. I would love to speak with him on one of these K talks soon. And it's getting there. I've I've seen him a few times, and I would love to do with Dom. I would love to sit with him instead of doing it via phone or something. I would really yeah. love to sit with him and do one of those. It's gonna he's come. He's got a really. He's got a really. Um, he's got enthusiasm that's really. It's like. It catches, doesn't it? It's like I don't know, man. That last he, part, especially when he's talking about skating, dude. When he made that 720, he lands it, and then he jumps into the water. You know what I felt? <laughs> it made me so proud to be a skater. You know, you watch yeah. that, and that thing was like, I'm proud to do this thing to put these wheelie boots. That's what I felt when yeah, I saw yeah. that, and it's just like 
yes that's all i can say yeah it's a bit of personality wasn't it though yeah that's amazing you know, i love that okay let who, me go let well, me what's ask, your favorite so, so tell me tell me tell me sorry go on. i was gonna ask you a question like what who are your top five right now like in skaters Blaine, as it stands yeah i always we're like me and my friends always have the conversation of like who's top five like who's oh, best man, I, right now. It's, I always find it kind so of hard for me at the moment okay there's one guy that will it's been one of my favorites even if he's not skating forever <laughs> that's john elliott <laughs> wanting okay, or cool. wanting or not john elliott is i guess it's going to be there forever and then it goes so he's, on he's in your current top five that's that's it like that's, yeah still is yeah, i think it's going to be forever in my current top five because it's one of the guys that made me see skating the way that i see nowadays for sure cool Then guys, I would say the guys that I go and I watch their Instagram probably and I want to see what they're doing and stuff like that. Let me see. One of them is Richie. Wanting or not, I love yeah. that guy. The way that he does it and what he's been trying to do. Sometimes I just like, I just wish he, he could put more content out there, which is now doing it. But I totally understand, man. I totally understand yeah. the way he does it. And is I don't know. Sometimes it's hard for me to understand The, he has got unbelievable skill on yes that's the thing skates. that's the thing but you know, unbelievable but when we're talking about yourself sometimes it's not that you don't see it it's because you care so much about what the others are going to see about you and that's really important and i think i lost that along the way i just don't care what people think about me so i'll just do it yeah so sometimes for me it's hard to see that but i have a massive respect for what he does and for his amount of skill and when i mean he does is not not just skating and when i'm when i talk about people and my top five skaters i don't talk just about the level of skating you know it's more than that yeah and then i would say don Bruce would be in my top five for sure too yeah, and i have like two more job. i have i have two to go <laughs> damn it <laughs> now it's hard <laughs> those last two let me think of it's it it's really hard to do isn't let it? me, let me see those, those last two the last two Eugen Enin has to be it's just okay. it's it's like when i used to do more switch ups is like what i never dream of being possible you know is above yeah. what i always thought there could be possible to do on skates does that make sense to yeah you? yeah no i completely agree it's and when you start like watching it and then you kind of like clock which way he's doing a certain <laughs> trick and then you realize that one was switch at some point you're like what he, he again has unbelievable skill on yeah it's skates. Just like, way it's too good and then other guy let me see i would need to go for a co super complete skater someone that can do a little bit of everything everywhere I don't mm -hmm. even know. I don't even know. There's a lot, man. I, there's one guy that I respect a lot, and I wouldn't say he's the best aggressive skater or he's the best at free skating, but he's just everywhere and he's just good at everything. I would say probably Sam Crofts. And okay. it, I, I love what he's doing, you know? And if I know that you've been skating with him or I believe that you skated with him, and mm -hmm. the way that he looks at skating, I respect what he does a lot. So Yeah. It would be in between him, but then there's more people, man. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really skated with Sam Cross like recently. I skated with him when I was younger a bit, but lately I haven't. And I feel like I would be scared. He does some scary stuff. Yeah, but it's the it's his attitude towards those. You know, it's just like 
He's doing it yeah. because he wants to. He's not putting yeah, himself. Yeah. If there's, it doesn't matter if there's a camera. If not, it's like that's what I like about Sam, and that's why I respect him so much, man. I, when I had like a, a solo session with him in Germany, we were both at the power slide little town, and we went out for mm-hmm. a skate. And he was like, "Okay, let's find a drop rail." You know, you know that that <laughs> kind of feeling that we I used to have, like I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, and I loved it just to go out and look for a rail for him. And then it's just like he's out and he's like, he doesn't even care. He puts his phone, he goes, he does it. But if there wouldn't be any phone or any camera, he would still do it. It's just, it's his attitude that makes me respect him so much. So I guess that would be him. Or even maybe, yeah, I love it, man. Or I would even say, I want to say, there there must be more people, which is like, uh, I don't know. It would need to be a guy. I guess my four, my main four were those, and then Sam would be the fifth. I guess that would okay. be it. Good, good chat. Okay, and you? You managed to do top five. five. That's hard. Top five. I mean, I've been trying to think what you've been saying that because I thought you might put the question back at me. Um, uh, current. It's, this kind of time of year as well, you know that at the end of the summer there's going to be loads of stuff that's going to change my mind that's come out, but... I, I'm like, in the winter, so, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, is it? How it's still probably than here, though, isn't it? We're in England; it's not, never getting that hot. Um, Colin Martin. Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot Colin Martin. See, I forgot. Right I forgot Colin Martin. Danny Beer, like whenever Danny Beer brings something out, is damn it! I forgot those two. See, that's the problem. Like we're not that small. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I choose those two instantly as well is because uh, well inspiring but not in a way that like that's the kind of inspiration that you can't copy like you can't you couldn't like make a section and be like right I'm going to try and skate like Danny Beer or Colin Martin because like they there isn't like a specific way they skate it's just what the fuck it's, but it's not it's just like there's so many things that lead to that type of skating it's skill it's not just skill it's like it's your how can you can explain what you've been doing with your skates your whole life man colin martin has yeah. been skating for way too long i don't know if you know of these uh, chicago based photographer called he used to be he used to live in chicago ryan shooty he, he used to work for oh, daily yeah. bread yeah. and he, mm-hmm. we became good friends he that is the reason why i i met everyone that i did why i like whatever i did in daily bread why i started skating for usd is the main reason why i'm probably doing these nowadays ryan shooty and since the mm-hmm. day that i met him he always spoke about him colin martin every single day so it's <laughs> been like and way before people speak about it you know and then he had yeah. his time and then he just disappeared somehow and then a few years ago like two three years ago he started like posting that type of crazy stuff that is just like no way so i don't know it's just like he has like a a lot of background in skating that obviously leaves him with that amount of skill and control that it's like you said impossible to copy yeah danny beer well danny beer i don't even know what to say it's just like that guy i don't know he could be an olympic champion huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah like and how much fun like how much fun do his edits look like it brings me out and you're just like he makes skating look so much fun I mean it's kind of like a goofy kind of fun but it's like no, it's man. amazing it's so good it's enjoyable you want you see someone skating like that you're like I want to be part of that I want to do that you know that's yeah. that's what we need that's what we're talking about probably if that's the type of skating you would show to your students 
Yeah. Maybe. Like... Okay. What else? We got three more. <laughs> um, fuck, yeah, that is hard. I mean, I feel like Sean Kelso would probably for a long time be in my top five. But wait, let me make you a question. I love Sean and I've been trying to get Sean to make one of these. And I'm, I met Sean a few times and we actually made like a tour for a few weeks and, but no, I haven't not. been getting an answer from him. I really wanted to do one of these with him. But my question is, would it be Sean mainly because of his level of skating or, or because of the whole thing that he does? Because I know that he has an, an insane amount of control in those skates since forever. Yeah. But then his filming and his editing video skills yeah. also make the whole thing even more appealing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yeah. when you talk about I the think... Kelso, it's not even the Kelso, it's the Kelsos. It comes as a, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it does. But there's one thing about Sean Kelso for me in the, there's, I see kind of two types, well, not two types of skating, but two main types of skating. Like people that are fucking sick at skating and then there's people that are like, they do simple skating but do it really swag and just do it really stylishly you know mm -hmm. and there's a very small handful of people that can do both and he's definitely one like he's doing he's like he's steezing everything at, at like steezing everything out like everybody else is doing but he's doing tricks that nobody else can do so he's doing the most technical thing that you're just like what and then he's also like just steezing on it so hard and you're just like that's fucking you can't yeah that's Bo not bobby special like, was speaking about it when I made one of these with him, he was speaking about the way that, even like the way that you put your fingers and all those things make a yeah. huge difference. And you can see, yeah. you can clearly see that Sean cares about it. Yeah, but I also feel like it makes it so much more authentic that he can do it while doing something difficult. If you're like, you know, you're doing a basic trick, but you're like steezing it out as hard as you can, it's like, yeah, you can do that when you're doing an easy trick because you've got nothing to concentrate on. But if you're doing it <laughs> while you're doing something that fucking hard, like it's got to be pretty authentic. You know, like it's got to be quite natural. It is. There's nothing I can think about doing like a true spin front talk to something else and then thinking about how I'm going to put my arm and how I'm going to steeze it because that's just too much to think about. <laughs> man, so good at I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, man. I, I, can, I told you that we did this tour, this BMX tour that was in 2005. In 2005, he could do hurricane top acids or hurricane backslide to, no, it was hurricane top acid both ways. I think that was it. He was doing it in a yeah. rail in Prague both ways. If you've been doing it, it's not an excuse, obviously. What I'm trying to say here is he's been doing it for so long that thinking about the way that he put his arm or the way that he's smiling or something like that is yeah. just a natural progression because there's a time that's like the way that you want to progress or are you going to put one 180 more or you want to yeah. care about the way that that is looking. So I guess it's just a yeah. little progression, but it's just way too good. It's been way too good yeah. for way too long. But I do remember the first times I saw Sean Kelso, the first times I saw the, the Kelsos back then, it was just like, I didn't even knew which one was Sean or Colin. But I remember <laughs> that they used to do the weirdest frontside torques back then, which yeah. I'm not saying that they changed the way they do it. But they were the first ones that wouldn't do with the foot completely sideways, you know. Back then, yeah. everyone used to do a frontside torque more like as an alley-oop mark you than, right. than the way that they do or that they started doing. They started doing more like as a fish brain. And then uh, somehow Eric Bailey also did them like that. And that's the yeah. only way that I can actually do them. And I like them nowadays like that. But at first, I used to think, no, that's not the way to do it. 
Yeah. yeah, it's way more than the position that you put your foot. Okay, I think you have two more yeah. to go, huh? Um, okay. Uh, Sean Keane, definitely a best in world right now. Ah, damn it, Ben, you're coming. <laughs> can I? Can Sean I have a top? A top ten? Wicked. <laughs> yeah, Sean is like amazing. He's, that he's that really war ride cool to war ride. Like, have you seen that thing? Yeah, man. Like that whole edit. Like, yeah. He's just a quiet dude as well. Because is amazing cool god <laughs> um, last have... one I've got um, JT Truitt I think is really good wait who is that JT Truitt is it JT Truitt or James Truitt I don't know he's always in like Cartel of Blanks he was in Cartel of Blanks latest edit uh, video I don't know that I, have you so seen that VOD like that VOD what's his name and ah oh, come on Mm. And and the the guy that does the front flip, Andy something. Does a front flip? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I know the guy you mean. That's so Just, amazing. Yeah, like you, like I, I didn't know what trick was coming next. You never knew what to expect. Dude, he's amazing as a skateboarder. Have you seen him? He had a full no. before. He, so I, I guess he used to be. Re, I don't remember his last name. He used to be amazing, in an, an amazing inline skater. And then I guess he disappeared for a while. I don't know exactly why. And then like three, four years ago on Instagram, I used to watch a lot of his stuff and he used to skateboard and he used to do just slides, kind of like power slides and stuff like that, kind of like the downhill yeah. skateboarders. But he used to do it on a short board and he used to do like a lot of spinning tricks and then slowly started mixing those with inline skates in the same videos. Wow. And then I saw I that VOD like a few weeks ago and I didn't know what to think. I know that he is on the team of Wishframes. He's one of the three guys on the oh, Wishframes okay. on the Wishframes team. He's amazing. I don't know. I don't remember his last yeah. name. He's just amazing. Yeah, I've not heard of him before and I watched him. So this guy is amazing. What's he up to? <laughs> Dude, the front flip out. It's just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> But that's great, isn't that? Again, like throwing a 900 in there. It's like, it's really cool to just be able to... I remember when farmers just like changed from doing spin to win tricks and like then started being always loved that he could do a line where he did like a set slide under something low did a cool wall ride and then we'll just do a 360 sold down the hand and you'd be like that's wicked because you can just throw do that everything. in whenever you want you know yeah, who was the so first cool. guy who was the first guy that you that you remember that stopped doing 360 or spin tricks he was from the uk i don't know if you remember He stopped doing spin tricks. Yeah, he chose to stop doing those and to focus on other type of skating. That was Ollie Short. Oh, yeah. Ollie yeah. Short was the first guy that I've ever seen doing a hurricane topsail and a hurricane fish rain, way before everyone else. Like, the first time that yeah. I, I saw it, like, properly done in videos was Abdel Goldberg. I think it was FOR2 or FOR3, I don't remember. But way before that, in a high rail, in, in a tall rail in London... Ollie mm -hmm. Short skating some ra some roaches, rose seas, skates. I don't know if it were the fifth <laughs> elements or whatever skates those were, cute eyes, whatever. They were yeah. black and red. And in the, with those skates, he did a hurricane topsail and then he did the perfect hurricane fish brain. And he wow. used to do them so good. He could do 540 kind grounds. He could do all that stuff. And then he just chose to stop doing it. And it's so wicked the way that it, that his skating became and how much he got respected yeah. and some people obviously hated on him but that toe roll spins a soul trick that he does you know, I know the I've been in that spot I've been in that spot like, yeah that's 
<laughs> it makes like, no sense out of all at the all. Done on that, that is the craziest, isn't it? It's like it's a total and a soul grind. That's just like it's fucking mental. Yeah, it doesn't make it. And the thing is, man. I know that Oli used to do a lot of toe rolls and ear rolls, like little things, but you never saw Oli doing a spinning trick like that. That would be the type no. of trick that I would see that guy Shays rushing doing, but I never saw yeah. Oli doing them. And then the first time that I see Oli doing something like that, it's on that spot. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but that's well, it. Well, the last person that I'd put in my top five, even though it would make it six, I suppose, I think Dustin Webesky also has to have a definite yeah, mention. Dustin is amazing. He, he hasn't made anything for a while, but he's so good. Yeah, the amount, the level of skill is just for sure there. Yeah. <laughs> And he's one of those super complete skaters that I was talking about. Yeah. He could skate everything. Like he could yeah. slide on wheels, on boot, on whatever. He was the first guy that I guess that I saw, not the first, but... Maybe the first one that made me think, how is it possible to putt slide like that? One of his first Kaiser videos, he was doing yeah, a putt slide in Barcelona. And I, I, I still don't understand how he did it or how he could do it. I just don't understand. There's something that yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. <sighs> But there's more skaters, man. I, I don't know how we, how we spoke about the top 10 and we didn't speak about Nick Lomax because he might not yeah, be that. your favorite, but the level of skating is just <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i know what you're saying it's just i don't know it's i don't understand a lot of things so <laughs> that's one of them nick <laughs> skating i don't understand it yeah, probably i don't even i didn't say it, which i don't i don't know why i didn't say top five and i know that i'm speaking about some of them as usd skaters but it's not about that i guess he's one of the guys that i watch more consistently on yeah. on you on on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, why? And they're like, I always go with the same questions, how or why? And none of yeah. us spoke about Brosco, which is weird. <laughs> That is weird, but he kind of is just like, he's just, like, you don't need to say it. Everybody yeah, knows I, I, guess every, world, I guess like, everyone puts him on top of the thing, huh? <laughs> yeah. You said it during which this is, conversation. You said, if you work for Brosco, works for me, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, yeah, he's just, you know, like, whatever, and he's just, the best in the world and always has been how has he been at that level for that whole time it's crazy yeah bro yeah i was speaking about farmer and i forgot about that because when i said that farmer has been on the game for forever we cannot forget about him and we cannot forget no. about effie so basically in the end it's yeah. team vibrolux it's been there forever so big yeah. up to adam johnson because <laughs> i don't know what he did there but the team is just there <laughs> yeah I mean, that team that he had when KFC 3 came out, like, uh, Aragon as well, man. Like, that, that team was insane. Oh, God. I don't know. Like, I, people I, always are surprised when I say Aragon because of the type of skating that I do now, I suppose. But, man, that Aragon, uh, which section was it? Ego. Like, the Aragon, these two ego sections are just fucking incredible. You can't. Man, what, what about so the, one, the one on that WRS thing? I guess the thing with Aragon, oh, I had yeah. this conversation with someone before. The thing is, we got so used to seeing him on that level that we stopped giving him the respect yeah. that he actually deserved because what he yeah, was which doing... Yeah, probably what we're doing with Broscow. We too, got comfortable with it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we got so comfortable with ah, that's just that's just Aragon. Man, it's yeah. not just Aragon. It could make skating look really good. It wasn't... 
my favorite style of skating. I always thought that he was like, man, he looks way too good. <laughs> he looks way too good. Yeah. I'd rather watch Ollie Short skating. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, it's just like, it just doesn't, man, I don't know. There's a lot of things that he did that don't make sense at all. Like that. Yeah. Eric Fakey, Eric Kane, 540 top soul. How? Why? It's just like, yeah, again, yeah, how? Why? Just... <laughs> okay, let, let's let's move away from Eric Kane top okay, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me go to... I got a postcard. You know what I'm going to talk about, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a postcard this week. So basically, here's what happened. I got an email from Sam. Sam, yeah. for those hearing this... Is he was now? Now I know after this interview, he was the main ad of Dirtbox. I actually thought that you were one of the guys from Dirtbox. I didn't knew, but I know that Sam sent me an email and asked me for my address. He wanted to send me something, but he didn't want to tell me what it was. And he said, mm. "I'm gonna send you something." And after watching some of your videos, I think you're really gonna like it. But he didn't want to tell me anything. Then Gee, that I, is such a sad thing to do. Yes, wait, 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 wait. And then I got a postcard. I didn't even know what it was. He said that he was going to send something, and I was in Europe. But that was three days before I leave to South Africa, and, and I told him I'm leaving in three days. But my wife is in London, so if you send it to London, she can bring it to me tomorrow. So, so we did that. That yeah. was on a Monday. He sent it still Monday. And my wife got it on Tuesday. And she flew to Portugal before we both fly to South Africa. So I got it. I didn't know what it was. She never really told me what it was. And we were in such a hurry that I didn't got anything until I got to South Africa. Once I got to South Africa, she said, so your friend sent me a postcard and a pencil. <laughs> and I was like, what? I don't know what he was going to send. He never told me. He said I was going to like it, but let me see it. So. I opened it and there was a postcard with a picture. That picture was a gate with a hole and mm -hmm. there was you jumping through it. And then I'm not going to read it because I don't have it here with me, but I'm going to resume what was saying in that thing. Sometimes it was something along these lines. Sometimes you try things. No, I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to go back a little bit. So he <laughs> said, when, when I shot this image, of Scott jumping through the hole. I shot it first and then I didn't really told him but I didn't shot it right. So I had to ask him to to do it again so that I could shoot it. But I was so scared to tell him. But I ended up taking a picture. I ended up shooting and this is the picture that you're watching. It's the second shot. And from what I guess what he's trying uh, it was something along these lines and yeah i guess he's trying to tell me or to tell the world because i know that he sent this postcard with this image i don't know if it was with the same text to more people i guess he's giving another try to dirtbox i don't think it's going to be called dirtbox i don't he says he's planning on a re, like a refined project and from what he says He's been, mm -hmm. he moved away from where he used to be, moved to a farm. He's been thinking a lot what he wants to do. And he, he now has an idea. So I have no idea what's about to come out. Can you speak a little <laughs> bit about this? I can speak as much as I know. And I don't, I don't know that much. I know that he wants me to be involved, which is great news. Um, 
Uh, you obviously know the name because it's on the pencil, right? So it's called Muzzle. Oh, I didn't knew. Ah, uh, no, no, wait, wait, yeah. let me see, let me see. Do I have the pencil here? So, yeah, it's nothing to do with Dirtbox. Dirtbox is dead, it's gone. He's kind of, I guess, from what I can tell by talk. I mean, I talk to him most days, so I, I do know him really well, but he doesn't tell me much about this because it's just the kind of guy he is. Like, he's just, he's, I guess, you know, the name Muzzle, like, he's kind of like, actions speak louder than words you know he's, he doesn't like talking about stuff and not delivering it he'll just fucking do it do you know what i mean like that's kind of the guy he is so that may he i haven't spoke about why he's called a muzzle but that's what i would assume because he's just like let's not just fucking talk about it let's just do it and like i don't you know, know what a muzzle it, is so for me it's just all chinese oh, sorry <laughs> like a muzzle is like um you know when you have like a dog that's a bit mean and you kind of put something over its mouth it's like a like a you know it's it's hard to explain, but it's like a, a thing to stop them being able to open their mouths. Okay, like I know. Like I know. Keeps your mouth, okay. It keeps your mouth shut. So basically, Sam, no one really like. Guy just sleeps on, he keeps it quiet, and he just like gets on with it. And I think that's what he's just like saying, so I can get on with it. Um, from what I can gather, anyway. So from what I know about it, is that uh, Dirtbox is gone. He's taken what he's learned from Dirtbox, like going under, you know, and refining it team a little bit because what i know from dirtbox before is that you know he had people still on the team from five years ago and they've not made anything for a long time which is not to say that they were doing anything wrong but he was still like giving them products and not getting much in return so it's kind of like i think he's learned from that and it's just, like keep it very slim mm -hmm. like you know like this was a smart idea obviously and i don't know about products i know that there's wheels coming so there's uh, a 5595, which isn't being poured in the same factory as the Dirtbox wheel, but I think it's going to be very similar, like in hardness. Was the wheel good? I have no off. idea. Was the Dirtbox wheel good? I have no idea at all. Yeah, man. The Dirtbox wheel was, I mean, this is all I skated for a long time. Um, I I skated that same wheel with anti-rocker, tri-rocker, and flat. Like, this is all I skated for ages, and it's, okay. you know, great. Um, uh I think he's doing he's doing a grime wheel he's doing a 55.95 and i think it's either a 100 or a 110 so he's doing like a bigger wheel as well ah that's awesome so that's quite interesting that's cool and is it, is and it coming I, do you know if they're gonna have clothes and stuff like that um as far as i know there's a few things in mind but i don't know because he was saying before how uh, soft goods aren't you know, they're not the money maker. Not that he's in it to make money, but he wants to be able to, you know, continue the brand. Yeah, and it's, so, it's good for the the riders to somehow promote yeah. it. Yeah. And I still want the switch stocks. I don't know. I need to find them somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah, they are <laughs> they were the best. It was the yeah. best idea ever. I never liked ever asking for products because it always, I, I didn't like being that guy. Like, please, can I have some? Can you send me something? But the socks, man, I couldn't get enough of the socks. There was, that was one product that I was like, can I get another pair of socks? <laughs> Can I, I really get another pair of socks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were too good. But yeah, so Muzzle, um, as as much as I know Sam, he'll like be like, oh, we might not do many sockets, but he loves making stuff. That's why he's still doing it. You know, he's like, he loves it. He absolutely loves it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I imagine there will be some sockets for sure. Ah, and also, I'm, ex actually, I'm excited now. I can't believe I've forgotten, but the first product technically is the VOD. So he bought out, he, you know, uh, Mike Simpson had the first VOD. So if you haven't seen that on the Muzzles, I think it's muzzle.site, Mike Simpson has the first, like, pay video. So that's the first product technically. What is it? Muzzle? Buy. Dot? Muzzle, yeah. 
M-U-Z-L-E.site. Let me see. Let's see. So yeah, Mike Simpson. Do you know Mike Simpson? Yeah. I do know that. Bog on there. So it's I love he he Mike should be in my top five. Mike and Harry should be both in my top five, to be honest. Wait, but what? you can't really put your own boys in the neck. Okay. Uh, it is that the one? Ah, uh, slow feature. Mike Simpson edited. Okay. Is that a ah? Is that a VOD? Yeah. Mm, I didn't know about that. Let me buy yeah, this. Recommended. Thing. There's a great variety of skating. I mean, he's got like he's skating wizards in there. He's skating uh, mook frames in there at some point. That's awesome. Let me buy this thing right now. Okay, so that's something. That's something to watch later today. My internet is like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys like the Flintstones. I might need to pedal a little bit for this download today. <laughs> it's just not happening. <laughs> it's just too slow. Anyway, so that's but what that, we know about that's... Muzzle. Basically, you, it's going... What type of... What you say that you want you to be involved as a as a skater, or you think you're going to be involved differently in the brand? Uh, I think just as a skater, to be honest, um, I that's I, I don't know any more of the team really. Well, I know Mike. Obviously, Mike is involved because he's got the vod, and uh, I know Sam digs his skating a lot. Um, but that's all I really know. He yeah, I think he wants me to make some stuff, so I do need to make something new soon. Yeah, I've got to start doing that. Because I, I honestly, I haven't got anything. Usually at this point, if someone was like, oh, can you make an edit for me? I would probably lost my whole hard drive ready to go. But I, actually, at the moment, I am cleared out of anything. Okay. Which is crazy, really. <laughs> it's the first time in a long time, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Well, that's good. Now it's like starting from zero. Now, one question. Yeah. Are you going to be skating with big wheels or what? Um, I haven't skated on big wheels for a long time. There was a, I've uh, a while in last summer. I was skating those Trimax frames with some one tens in them. I think. No way! Did you? Yeah, and I had them rockered. I had them rockered, so the two outside ones were up, and the middle one was down. Yeah, so it it's really hard to skate like rocker. that. But it's yeah, weird but to skate. I was like... loving it. Like, yeah, it was awesome because a lot of my friends at that point were skating on wizards. And I didn't really, I wasn't, sh I'm still not sure how much I dig big wheel skating. Like, obviously, I really like going fast and it's fun. But, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I probably have, to be honest, I think I have the wrong boot for a taller frame. Like, the M12 boot is not right. It's super low. Skating. Yeah, probably if you have a different yeah. liner, it could make a difference. Huh? You know yeah. what? If you give, like, if you, if you try it, uh, you were saying that you're not a skate nerd, but think about it. If you have a thicker liner, with mm -hmm. some lacing will give you a lot oh, more I, 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 only, I only skate intuition liners I've only skated intuition liners for like the last seven years or however long they've been around but I, intuition liners are the best yeah I, I, I haven't tried the liners I know that the material is really really good but if you have yeah. like what I was saying is like if you have a thicker liner usually can give you a lot more support I know that some guys mm -hmm. on intuition liners With intuition liners, they try to use the ones with the lacing, with a higher lacing, just for extra support. Because you might yeah. need it with when you skate with V13s for like a taller frame, obviously. Like yeah, for I me, skating USD skates, there's only one pair of skates that I actually like to skate with those big wheel frames, and that would be a skate that a lot of people don't like, which is the Sway. Every other boot, I don't think it's high enough 
to support them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite a solid boot as well, I imagine, isn't it? So that it is. It sense. is. Some people don't really like the look of it. I I learned not to like it, and actually nowadays I really love it. So that yeah. boot, I can't. When I put a Trimax frame on the boot, it would only be on that boot. I don't want to scale with anything else on the, like with yeah. any other boot on that frame. Somehow I got. I used think to there it. should be more three wheel frames. You know, I think there's something like even like a a more grindy three wheeled frame. You know, like in, I listened to the Nicky Adams podcast today while I was doing some work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said something about skating the three wheel frames, didn't he? And I was like, I want to see more of that. Like I always thought, like di- like because he said doing unities and like doing a unity with one in the front wheel and one in the back wheel like yeah you, you, you can know, actually do it be interesting you, man. have you tried cause the thing is you can actually do it with the trimax if you skate 80 yeah. millimeters on the trimax you have so much space so the first day that i skated trimax i skated not the first day since the first day i skated with 100 millimeters and i would have a little bit more space than people with 110 so i could actually the first day i was doing back savannas and stuff like that and nice, you can actually yeah. do them. It's not too hard. I would do them in between the front two wheels. But if you skate like 80 millimeters, you have such a such an amount of space. I could actually give it a try. That could be a cool edit. Just skating with 80 yeah. millimeters or something like that on those skates. It could actually be a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, would. <laughs> try it. Come on. <laughs> now, I you don't were know where much. <laughs> you, were, you, were, gone. you were saying about skating them rocker. The thing is, if you just pull the front wheel up, it's already rockered on three wheels. The way that you yeah. were using it, both wheels up and the, the middle one down, that's extreme rockering. That you feel, <laughs> yeah. you feel like you fall backwards the whole time or forwards. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it was fun. I was really enjoying it until people would be like, right, let's bomb this hill. And you're a bit like, um... <laughs> Maybe not safe. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't know if that's safe. Did you, did you ever try to skate? <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Did you ever try to skate the Wizards? Mm, no, I've not tried the Wizards yet. Again, because I haven't got the right boot. I mean, when I first put the Trimax frames on my uh, M12 boots, I, as soon as I started skating along, the uh, sole plate bolts popped through the holes of the sole plates, and the, you know, like kind of a lot of the boot, pressure. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Just both, and I had to put some washes in that I got from a, a shop to like put in there because it wasn't really working so I knew instantly the boot wasn't right for it I think one thing that the M12 and the V13 do completely is that even though they've got like five or six bolts going into the sole kit through the sole kit into the boot the frame should definitely screw through the sole kit and into the boot you think so you, you know feel I mean? like it's you feel like yeah, it's too soft the connect. I, I just I don't understand why you wouldn't like because in all of my skates that I've had, I've got, I've had so many pairs of those skates, and I don't want to talk bad about them because I've got loads of them and I like skating. So, but every pair I've had, after a certain amount of time, they all go really tappy and like clacky, and you know, mm-hmm. no one likes tappy or skates, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Like they just go that way, and when you get a brand new one, it's fine for ages, and then suddenly it'll just go tappy, and it's just like I feel like that would solve that problem. Okay, that's good. that could be a good thing. I've uh, so last week. I've been since last week. I tried to skate those shifts, those razor shifts. So they sent me a pair oh, of skates oh. to do a review, and I tried them. Yeah. And the razor shift in between the sole plate, that one that comes out, 
and the yeah. boot they have a little bit of something that looks like carpet i don't really know what material is that it's kind of like a carpet yeah and that could also solve the problem on the m12s because it's like it would be a, an extra layer in between would help yeah. for the noises and because there's an extra layer could also make the skate sound more solid and at the same time fill the space that makes it clacky you know like that could probably yeah help. but at the same time you wouldn't have the same feeling because the less material you have in between your foot and the grinding surface or the rolling surface, the better. So I guess it's all. Yeah. I mean, I've tried, um, I've got a funny photo actually of an M12 with a sock wrapped around it because I took the sole kit off, wrapped a sock around the boot, put the sole kit back on, like bolted it back on, then cut the sock around the sole kit to like have the sock layer between. But it, <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, I think it helped on one of my setups, but not Was it the switch one. sock? But the... No, it wasn't. It should have been, though. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin one. But it looked like a ridiculous skin because I think it was like mustard colored as well. So it just looked horrible. <laughs> it was quite funny. All good, man. Uh, it's been interesting. I've All been good. loving this talk. I've been loving like the whole yeah. diversity of things we've been talking about. Wait, let me see. Yeah, for how long have sure. we been talking? Yeah, we've been talking about like for an hour and 42 minutes. Do you wow. have anything? Well, <laughs> it goes fast, man. It's like we start. That's mm. what I keep saying. We start talking about things that we actually love to, and it goes yeah. fast. Is there anything? I'm just so just before we finish this. I'm downloading slow, the the VOD on muzzle, oh, yeah. on muzzle dot. Let me see muzzle dot site. Yeah, and it's actually super slow. My internet. I'm waiting to see it. So after we finish this, I'm gonna. I'm going to watch it. One question. Cool. Any last thing that you want to say? Is there anything that you want to say before I finish this? Um, mm, <laughs> no. Okay, I have one. <laughs> Damn it, I really thought that I'd have something good to say then, but I had nothing. <laughs> I have one way, cool, a funny way to start. Um, you, you asked me the top five best skaters, right? I'm yeah. going to ask you the top five word skaters, the top five guys that should have oh. never started skating. <laughs> oh, man, that is... That is putting people on blast. What, now, of all time? No, I mean, like, what I mean by that is, like, is there... Obviously, everyone should have started skating, and I'm just obviously just having a little bit of fun here. But from the guys that ever made it to to pro skater... Which were the yeah. guys that you never really understood how that happened? It can be from 20 years ago. You don't need to put anyone on the line, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, there's so many in my head. Like, it's just hard, isn't it? Um, I can be one of them. Like, I make it. Like we make it one. easy. Let's make it easy. I'm, I'm one of them, and then you have only four more to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Chris is definitely one for me. Like he, I never understood how he's so stylish, dude. I'm going to tell you something. I had this conversation with someone else before, probably not here. Ty Chris, I have a massive respect for him. Not for the way that he made skating look, but mm. if you look on that, have you ever heard about the TED talk with Ty Chris? Mm -hmm. Have you? No, I've not. No, I've never, so I didn't know. So I don't want to change your perspective about Ty Chris, but please watch that. Because that guy okay. never went to school. His parents were like, they chose to never put him in school. And 
he, everything he learned, he learned by himself. Now, I don't think he, I don't even think he even did homeschool. They told him the best way to learn is <laughs> the life, you know, and, and he became a really successful businessman. Even if we agree or not with his decisions. Yeah. And I've been, again, I've been trying to do a skate talk with him and have been ignored a million times, but I'm just so used to be ignored <laughs> that I don't even care anymore. Anyway, watch that skate, okay. uh, watch that TED talk. I'm not gonna, ex I'm not expecting you to change your opinion or whatever about no, Thai Chris, but it's amazing. And it, it completely changed the way that I see Thai Chris. I used to see him as the guy that only wants to win and all that. But it, it's mm -hmm. a little bit, it's not a little, it's a lot more than that. So, one guy. We have four to go. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, you can say Tycrease times five and resort it. It's all good. There, to be fair, to be honest, there's a lot in the UK that I would say, but it's just too close to home to like call out those kind of names. <laughs> you want to survive, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, yeah, I don't want to be that guy, but. <laughs> Don't be I'm trying guy. to think of more international ones from the past, you know, because there's definitely <laughs> so you want to be safe. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely loads. Okay, I'll help you. Uh, there used to be guys that like, what else? Remember Mike Budnick? Yes. He used to be somehow. There was a time that I used to like him, but then in the end, I couldn't like the way that he used to skate. So, see, I'm, I'm not being that ma that was, bad at him, but it was just like the truth. It wasn't my favorite guy. My favorite guy to watch. Yeah, well, back when I first started skating, I remember not understanding Andy Cruz and being like, why do people, why is he on these videos? I don't get I it. I get it. I totally understand. And nowadays, I just love the way that yeah. he used to skate so much. Yeah, and now it makes complete and sense. Check this, and what about, what was your opinion the first time that you watched the guy from Mushroom Blading? Dude. I remember I was at the, the B-Mag house and they had this video with these funny faces in this funny face kind of like the damaged goods cover and i was like what's this and i watched it the first time i was like i hated it i really hated it yeah and then i put it the 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 tape again <laughs> and i was like let me watch it again and then again <laughs> and again and now that i just love it so i, I, I love really whatever joey I and todd it, are but... doing and it's just the first time i think it was just way too shocking you know it was just like yeah it was shocking But it was, nowadays I love it, so, I don't know. I don't remember the first time seeing it, but I do, I do remember the point, like, Big Wheels 2 was the point where I realized they have found, they found what they should be doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that's the skates that they should be skating on, because it just, I feel like that leveled up so much. No, I mean, I guess they've Big been Wheels skating, every, like, they just skate way too good, like, and, and Leon, yeah. that, the one that he runs up the rail is just so yeah. <laughs> sick. That's, That's one of, I would say that's top 10 sections of all time for me. Big yeah, Wheels I don't know uh, why Leon we didn't say Leon has top five, huh? <laughs> yeah. I haven't, mm, God, I haven't seen anything for a while, but yeah, he's he's next level yeah. as well. Uh, he can do everything too. Man, I, I guess I have a top 100. It's hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. way more involved in blading than me as well, so I guess you see, you probably see my... Oh, man, I just... I just like did. I think I have it. Re I have the names written inside my glasses. It's just <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you got th you got three to go. <laughs> um, I never used to appreciate Casey Bogosi skating until recently as well. I always thought I never really. You know, he like bends at the ankles instead of. 
And I remember, yeah, no. like, when that, when the, when Face the Music came out, I was like, I don't know if he deserves a section. But now he's fucking great. Like, his skating is great. Man. I don't know. I, it's weird. Yeah, it's just the thing with Casey is just like he always had his style and he stayed true to his style. You know that when everyone started bending their knees and tried to to bring his their ass close to the skates just to look the same way as the the other guy that used to look good, he never yeah. really cared. And that's what I love so no. much about Casey. He just did his thing the whole time. So yeah, much respect for Casey. Okay, two more. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. Stefan Alfano just because of the way he comes across like, I, I someone that it. doesn't know him at all the way he comes across like hell. did you ever met him have you ever been with, been with him nah. or something like that okay because nah. I like I, I probably have a different opinion from most of the people from what I know a lot yeah. of a lot of people don't like Stefan Alfano because of what they heard a lot of people don't like Stefan Alfano and they know him And I actually know him. I have no problems with Stefan Alfano. I never had any problems. He always treated he always treated me really nice, and yeah. I actually respect him a lot. And skating wise, he has an amount of skill that very very few people in the whole world have. When it comes to attitude, I understand. For a lot of people, yeah, his ego might not be acceptable or. He's edited a lot of times. It's hard to understand. It's I don't judge yeah. that. It's not my thing. It never clashed with me, so I can't really complain. But I totally understand, and I know a lot of people who who also add or were close to have problems yeah. with him. So I get that. There's one to go. <laughs> um, maybe uh, far back. Like okay, so I I mean I still don't know how I feel about this because I haven't watched him for a long time but i remember thinking back in like project mayhem like mf usd team when they were the best teams like i always wondered why amongst people like shane scour billy prislin dustin lap wait i uh, think I lost josh him. petty yeah and then you've got kevin gillen in the middle that i never really understood like He was never on that level. <laughs> you know what? Just kind of getting in. I was getting into skating at that time, so I don't really, I didn't know the history of Kevin Gillen, but I remember at that time being like, "How he's not on that level? I swear he's not on that level." Yeah, you know what? I remember watching. Um, I think it was. I don't know. I don't remember if it was VG five or VG six. Probably VG six, when he had a section with Dustin Latimer. They used to be really good friends. And there was a time that they used to like not I wouldn't say compete with each other, but they would mm. they used to skate a lot and they they progressed a lot. There was a video. Yeah. Remember? Do you remember Elements too? Uh, not really. When Elements too? I think it was Elements. Want to say yeah? Because I want to be like. Uh, well, you you would remember, remember Elements too. Elements too was the video that started with Dre Powell, Vinnie Minton, and Dominic Segona shirt section, and it, it was like. These three had a section, and it was like one of the best ever. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Gillen had a part in that video, and that was really, really good. I remember he had like a lot of switch ups, but yes, now that you say it, it wasn't quite the same. That I don't really remember when was the when was it the time that Dustin kept progressing and Kevin kind of 
got stuck in there. But for sure, they didn't yeah. progress at the same rate. There was a time that he kind of like stopped progressing. But he, the thing, he was there really, really early, you know? He was there really, really early. Yeah. And he had a really good level. And he had some tricks that very few people... He was one of the first guys to actually put true spins in real spots and stuff like that. And back then, not a lot of people were doing right. them. So somehow... Yeah, see, that makes sense. I missed that. I came onto it late. Well, I was late for that. I think I just missed that yeah, bit. I guess it's kind of that, like that. It's like when those when the true spin tricks first came out, or when people started doing... Tri not that they came out, but when people started doing true spin tricks, he was probably one of the first ones to do them, like true spin Machios, true spin Mesos, right. even true spin Souls and stuff like that. So he was one of the first ones to do them. So that would probably yeah. be the reason. Okay. Uh, I guess you came out well, of you those. Go. You made those... me look like a bad guy. Yeah, that's. Bad <laughs> <laughs> no, you did good. You did really good. I think I should start making this really bad five because just putting people on the line. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's actually a good question, and there's so many that I'd like to say, but it's just it's not very. I wouldn't like to be the person listening to this and then someone says your name and you're like, Aww. so I'm. You gotta go. I'll, you gotta go. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll promise you. I'll try to defend everyone. Either. I'll try to defend yeah. everyone. <laughs> no, man. I guess like. Uh, we all, in the end, we all respect everyone that does the same as we do, as long as they are respectful people. Like, if that makes sense to to you, like. Yeah, man. If I'm shitting on everyone else, I'm not expecting people to like what I do, right? You know oh, what no, you yeah. know when you're doing things that you don't reserve respect. And we're not treating anyone with our respect. We're just man, it's stating opinions. And like I said, I'm man, since I started doing doing these YouTube things, it's it's been a really good way for me to develop my filters, if that makes any sense. Sometimes yeah, I read yeah. things, I'm just like, okay, man, just, you know what, whatever. Because sometimes it's really hard for me to read things and just, man, I, I put so much of my time. Like, I do yeah. make a little bit of cash out of it, but it's it would never pay for the amount of time yeah. that I do. It's just, it's, it's actually, it's passion and I really want to do it. I want to do something for this. It's the best that I can do. But sometimes reading some things, Again, gladly my filters are, have been getting better and better and better. <laughs> so yeah, good. You, you you take that for life in general. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And even like you know, conversationally, it's like it's really good. Like I imagine, like you're getting better at these the more you do of them. It's kind of you know getting good at listening and getting good at structuring your thoughts out into your words. It's kind of it's not it's not an easy thing to do, is it? I think it's, I'm getting better and stopping to interrupt people. I, I still do it every now and then. <laughs> but it's cool, man. Now, the thing is, when am I going to meet you? When are you going to be in a place like... Do you usually go to any events, skate events, or just... I, obviously, I know that you wouldn't be the type of guy that would be competing at least nowadays. No. Or you um, just don't no. even travel for skating. I to avoid events just mainly because I went to winter class once and then was like this part I just want to skate the people in the way so I just kind when of was that when was that just to see like if that. I was there just to see um what year was it CJ Wellsmore did like a massive gap to kind grind I remember that's mm, I don't know uh, I remember Leon Basin being there uh he had yeah, I don't think I was there 
Anyway, so let's do this. Let's do this thing. I want to see you skate. I would love to skate with you one day. So since yeah, since, cool. since my friends are all moving from South Africa, if if this is not a muzzle thing, we never know, you know. If I move back to Portugal, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, just like muzzle, if um, then we'll find a way. Portugal is becoming like a really cool place. I was there, and I'm yeah. really happy with what Portugal is becoming nowadays. So nice. if I ever move there, I'll expect a visit from you. We'll do something. Okay. We've okay. got four guys. <laughs> you can bring the whole crew. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Yeah, that would be, nice. that would would be awesome. If, I, if we were to go in the middle of the summer, would it be too hot? I mean, you've got to bear in mind that I'm ginger as well. I'm red <laughs> head, I can't handle it. No, man, if, if well, I would no. ever... if uh, not, I don't know. Whenever that happens... Um, man, you can come in the winter. For you guys, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you can come in the winter you're going to feel like June or July in the UK so it's all good cool. <laughs> okay so let's finish this it was really really nice talking to you man like I said it's just I've been wanting to speak with you for a while and I guess it was cool I, I hope that everyone yeah. listened to this who listened to this enjoyed as much as I did I hope you did too It was... Yes, I had, yeah. Very good. I mean, you put me in a sticky situation at the end, mate. Five work later. So. Come on. You made me choose five. Choosing five, five is work. also not easy, man. Choosing five is just like... I, I guess it's harder for me to choose five than for you to say the worst yeah. bad. Like, the worst five. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just, I don't know. I have too many favorite skaters. The thing is, every time I start one of these, I'm gonna, I say one of my favorite skaters. So I have way too many. You need to listen to the intro that I did for you. Okay. <laughs> Which yeah, I don't yeah. remember Great. anymore, but still. <laughs> okay, that was cool. You should do a podcast series which is just top five and just have a list of different top fives, like the top five most disappointing sections of all time. Ah, oh, that would be amazing. But see, that's the type of things that I need to do. I need to be in a place and having people coming around and sitting there And actually do yeah, it, true. not like via. Yeah, very Even true. if I think the audio today is not that bad, I think the audio might be the best. Um, yes. <laughs> I think the audio might be the best that I've done. Anyway, we might need to do that one. We might need to start that one once you go to Lisbon then. <laughs> yeah, cool, perfect. Okay, That's it. see you next time in Lisbon. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. And good night. <laughs> Cheers. Hey. Cheers. And that was it. That was a super, super entertaining skate talk. At least my way. I hope you guys also felt the same way. And if you did enjoy this one, if you're not subscribing to this YouTube channel, do not forget to subscribe. There's a, there's a button saying subscribe that at the moment should be gray. If it's red, that means that you need to press on it. Once you press on it, it's going to become gray. On the side of that gray subscribe it's gonna show up a little bell if you press on that bell you'll get notifications every time i upload one of these and if you enjoy this video do not forget to give me some thumbs up the reason why i ask you guys to give me thumbs up and to subscribe to these videos is the more good feedback sometimes even if you give me a thumbs down the more engagement i can get to my listeners the more YouTube is going to suggest these videos. And as you guys might know, I put a lot of my time and effort into these. And the whole goal is to get 
to show skating to more people. So the more you interact with these videos, with this podcast, whatever, the more YouTube is going to suggest this to other people. So the more we can show skating. And that's it. What I always say is just don't forget why we all started skating. Because it's fun. Cheers, guys. And see you soon. Vou viver até quando eu...